Hey, it's me. Hi, CJ. It's CJ. Oh, I know. Um, why are you calling? We're recording the bucket list episode tonight. Remember? Yeah, I know. It's um, I'm not sure I'm going to be ready for it. Well, you could add get organised to your bucket list. No, no, no. Like I found this one really hard. Really? Yeah, like, I don't really think about it that much, to be honest. I could probably only come up with two, maybe three things tops. Well, three's not too bad. We can work with that. Yeah, yeah like, like I, I hardly use them. What do you mean? And, like, one of them's got a hole in it. God, you know, if um, one of the things on your bucket list is a literal bucket, I'm going to have to beat you to death with it. Um... You know a bucket list is a list of the things you want to do before you kick the bucket, don't you? Shit. You know, CJ, sometimes I look at myself and think, who's that old fart? Yeah, you know, sometimes I think that when I look at you too. But I feel the same as I did in my 40s. What happened? Yeah, and your memory's going as well. Why don't we feel our age? Actually, you know, I reckon there's a podcast in that. We could ask why society considers people who are over 50 years old. That's a great idea. No, I was just kidding. But, but think about it. Every episode, we can research a different topic related to ageing. That sounds like quite a lot of effort. And the other joys of ageing, like mailing a stool sample, working with millennials, and even mystery muscle pain. Actually, yeah. What does my shoulder hurt? Hey, we could talk about those unhelpful stereotypes, like over 50s are forgetful and bad with technology. What's this button do again? Oh, yeah. Welcome to What's My Age Again? This is me. And this is me. And welcome to... What's my age again? Again. So, CJ, uh, what's on the cards for this episode? After the unfortunate mix-up with your communication uh, regarding buckets... My communication? Turns out we're we're talking about bucket lists. So we'll have a look at what is a bucket list. Do you need one? Pretty sure there's no laws on that. Uh, if you're going to have one, what should be in one? Yeah. And um, when do you actually go about ticking off all the items? Okay. Can you? I'm interested to find out whether you can do it retroactively. Fair enough. I can't wait to find out what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Although that applies to any situation. That's correct. So, speaking of buckets. <laughs> What are you drinking? Where are we going to put this shit? <laughs> <laughs> what am I drinking? Well, well, CJ, um, for the first time ever, we're recording on a Sunday morning. So I'm actually drinking a coffee. And I'm drinking a Nespresso Molossio. And it has, it's a harmonious blend of the fine, finest quality Brazilian bourbon and a Central American Arabica, slightly roasted, to create a rounded coffee that is smooth and per- perfectly balanced. Uh, but also, I'm I'm a little bit. I've got a little bit of a sore throat, so for medicinal purposes, I'm also drinking a sheepdog peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> um, and it has uh, on the back of the bottle. It says, "Blending peanut butter with whiskey." You're kidding. We thought the idea sounded a little nutty too. Grab a bottle oh. of sheepdog peanut butter whiskey and join the pack and wolf down as a chilled shot or over ice. I'm drinking it just not chilled or over ice. I'm just drinking it as it is. And that's quite palatable. 
that's a pretty decent chunk of, uh, of whiskey in that glass as well. It's only for medicinal purposes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good. It makes me feel less uh, less bad then because I just figured that we were going to be drinking at ten in the morning anyway. Um, <laughs> so on a uh, on a side note, it's only recently I've been getting Nespresso coffee for ten years. Right. It's only recently that I discovered that the big capsules are not called Veruto. <laughs> Virtuo. Yeah, which makes much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Veruto sounds like it's some kind of a sort of anime character. <laughs> <laughs> it explains why I was getting so many odd looks every time I went into an espresso. Well, if you're saying, can I have Veruto? <laughs> <laughs> that might be taken the wrong way. <laughs> What's my beer again? What's your so, beer again? <laughs> it's I'm a Veruto. <laughs> I'm drinking a. Uh, I think we should. We could potentially do. Um, uh, what's my copyright infringing beer again? Okay. So this one's a. Uh, this one's from Boat Rocker Brewery, uh, which is a brewery in Melbourne, down in Brayside, called Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Does it make you fart? <laughs> B A Tex Mex Stout. So B A being barrel aged. I shall attempt to read the label in the way that it's intended. Saddle up, y'all. I'm seeing smoke and flames on, on that there horizon. This big old bourbon barrel aged out from them boat rock folks has hit the jackpot. Enough of that Old West style agave, smoke, and chili to have a you burn in the breeze all night long. Yeehaw! Fantastic. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll really get a job uh, being a uh, cowboy in a extra in some kind of uh, movie at that rate. Wow. That might tick off. That maybe that might tick off one of the things on my bucket list. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. He says making it a teaser. Uh, ingredients, water, malt, hops, yeast, vanilla, chilies, and cacao nibs. Did you say chilies? Yes. No wonder it makes you fart. <laughs> um, it's 9.8%. Holy shit. Yeah, which is, um, like anything barrel aids is automatically goes up in percentage because it sucks out the um, the bourbon from the barrel and raises the, the percentage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's um, it's not too bad. It's You can taste the chilli in it. You can taste the cacao in it. You can taste the bourbon in it. Uh, so it's kind of got all the things. What? I mean... It's not too bad. That's high praise indeed. <laughs> well, it's not, uh, there's, there's, I do have my, kind of my benchmark for bourbon barrel aged stouts is from Deeds Brewing called Into the Fray, the original version from 2022, of which I have one can left uh-huh. that I'm stuck on the, I want to drink it, but then if I drink it, I won't have one. <laughs> Dilemma. Does it have a use by date? Yes. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. I think, uh, I'm thinking actually I might crack it for um, uh, when my next book, Connections Lost. But but when are you going to drink the beer? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm not sure whether it's more or less fun doing this over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for What's My Beer again. And now a word from our sponsors. Okay, so CJ, are you ready to do my ad read? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'll be Caesar and you're Brutus. Right. Who's Popeye? <laughs> no Popeye, no olive oil. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, the whole setup is we're imagining Julius Caesar's bucket. Okay, because we're cleverly segueing it into the episode. Ah, very nice. I like it. Very clever. Do you want me to apply my usual level of professionalism to this, or would you like me to try and do a good job? <laughs> I think a good job would be preferable. <laughs> I'm not sure I can guarantee that, but let's give it a go. Just do your best. Okay. Action! Well, Brutus, I've crafted the greatest bucket list to fulfill my destiny of unmatched greatness. Oh, Jupiter, here we go again. A bit more feeling, CJ. Sorry. Oh, Jupiter, here we go again. I will lead conquering armies on campaigns in Gaul. I will seduce the very queen of Egypt. Songs will be sung of my military brilliance. Dude, you're totally up to yourself, you know. Brutus wouldn't say dude. How do you know? He might do. Would you say bro? No. Okay. Would not say bro. And I shall reach the heights of politics and Rome itself. My uniform shall build the greatest civilization ever known. Sorry, are we still talking about you? Do not doubt me, friend. History will remember my name. <laughs> Mock me not! <laughs> there may be some in Rome who may try to bring you down. Do you really think so, noble Brutus? Mm, I'd take a stab at it. If you enjoyed this glimpse of Caesar's ambitions, why not add my book, Light Bulb Moments in Human History, to your bucket list? Or maybe to your shopping cart. This book illuminates the breakthrough innovations of early civilizations and follows the ingenuity that powered advancements in ancient technology, culture, governance, and arrogance. <laughs> Yo, Jules, do you ever get anywhere with that salad idea? Et tu, Brute? <laughs> not a, not a sure. <laughs> I don't know if I could eat one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a uh, that's an ad that uh, that lives up to our usual standards. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Light bulb moments in human history, wherever good books are sold. Nailed it. So, so what is a bucket list? Uh, now, we did a little bit of research, just a little bit. Uh, and in popular culture, it seems to have come from the 2007 movie The Bucket List, starring Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, uh, which, uh, reading my uh, little sort of um, plot here, it says that uh, the film follows two terminally ill men on their road trip with a wish list of things to do before they kick the bucket. Now, uh, without getting too uh, spoilery, Morgan Freeman's a nice guy who's done everything right and made some sacrifices in his dreams uh, to do the right thing for his family. And Jack Nicholson's been a complete prick who's had been divorced three times and is estranged from his only daughter and is a total asshole. And they're both in hospital with terminal lung cancer. And then they just 
hilarity ensues. <laughs> so it's a comedy then. <laughs> yeah. But then they go they go skydiving, race car driving, they climb the pyramids, go on a lion hunt, and then one of them dies. So that's hilarious. I'm glad that you uh, that you prefaced that with I don't want to give away any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> For a two thousand and seven movie. Mm. Do you know where mm. the term kick the bucket came from? I do not know that. Huh. Well, I do. Please enlighten me. Okay. Uh, that, lucky you said that because otherwise it would have been just awkwardly hanging. No, no, please don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a, apparently there's a, a misnomer that it comes from uh, death by hanging. So... Okay, but traditionally, suicide um, of somebody standing on a bucket, putting a rope around their neck, and then kicking the bucket out, causing them to die. Uh huh. Well, I can see that makes some sense, but clearly that's not correct. It's in- incorrect. Uh, essentially, no one actually knows. <laughs> As with all of these fucking things, uh, no one knows where they came from. Uh-huh. But general consensus seems to be that it's from, like, the 1500s. Right. And back in the the 1500s, they used to, when they were slaughtering cattle, they would hang them upside upside down uh, from a beam. And a beam was also known as a bucket. And, in fact, in some Nordic dialects, a beam is still called a bucket. So they would hang from a beam... And they would kick the beam as they were dying, hence the name, name kick, term kick the bucket. That sounds like a very long and convoluted way of describing that. I, I like the kicking the bucket as you jump off the, to hang yourself more. But anyway, I don't think we can you've, de- you've done some research. I don't think we can determine the origin of a idiom just based on which one we like better. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the story better. Anyway, the other thing, and there's one more, there's one more, uh, which is that back in the olden days, when you were on your deathbed, the priest would bring around a bucket of holy water. <laughs> Seems unlikely. A bucket, a bucket of holy water. A bucket water. of holy water. Because, uh, so that, that your family could and friends could flick holy water at you <laughs> <laughs> while you were dying. That sounds very cruel. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, when I read it, I kind of went, oh, yeah, okay, they're saying it out loud. <laughs> um, yeah, it just sounds like a... <laughs> sounds like overkill. <laughs> You're dying, flick. Like, Stop flicking water at me. <laughs> I feel bad enough. Fuck off. Uh, uh, yeah, so that it wasn't... Uh, there's one theory that it's... Um, that when you died, your body would kind of straighten out and your feet, because the bucket was there, you would kick, literally kick the bucket. Uh, that sounds like bullshit. Yes. Uh, but the um, uh, the other thing was, is there was that you weren't actually kicking any buckets. It was just that there was a bucket of holy water there. Okay. But the, the, the slaughtering animals one seems to be the, the clear winner. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, as far as the, the bucket list in um in everyday terminology a lot of people seem to think that the popularity comes from the movie that i just spoiled mm-hmm. but uh, there is some evidence i think that... the script did that <laughs> there's evidence that the term was used before that time but 
there's there's no real sort of um, evidence for any of that other than people think, oh no, I heard of it before that. So right. know, whatever whatever it is, the bucket list is um, is now out there in popular culture and people talk about it. Right, and, and that's why we're talking about it right now. Well, I'm assuming that it was like it was it or it always existed. It just wasn't called a bucket list before. I'm sure it wasn't in, in 2000. Prior to 2007, people just went. I just I, I wish I could make a list of things to do I wanted to do before I died, but I can't because it doesn't exist. It hasn't exist. got a name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming it was just called list of things I want to do before I die list. Yeah, yeah so um, anyway, I think uh, it's uh, it's definitely a thing that's out there in the, uh, in the ether now. People do think about it. And in fact... It seems to have transcended the idea of actually dying because during some of the research I, I was looking at, they're talking about bucket lists that kids can make and bucket lists teenagers can make. And that seemed, to me seems that- very, very negative. <laughs> but um, apparently it's, it's transcended the meaning of death to the point of just making a, a list of life goals. So when we're talking about a, li- a bucket list, we are not necessarily talking about things you must do before you die. That sounds unnecessarily uh, negative. But having said that, we're talking about people who are over 50, and I suppose your timing for coming up with those kind of, or finalising those goals, is you're coming up against a, a, if not death, you're definitely coming up against the ability to actually do some of the things, you know. Can you, are you physically able to do some of the goals that you want? So you have to start planning, I suppose. Mm. True. So it's less a bucket list and more a just a to-do list. <laughs> yeah, to, to-do list. Who needs that stress? Don't have a bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. Well, the, the, it, uh, while I kind of flippantly said I don't really think about it, I don't really think about Like, I don't really think about it. Um. When I was doing my preparation for this, cue shock and awe, I thought to myself, what's on my bucket list? And went, well, I don't really have one. And I don't know, like, should I have one? Do I want one? Why do I want one? I don't think you have to have one. I think it's what you want to do. To me, like, I I didn't have a list, but I did have a Bucket. A, a few things. I, I definitely had a bucket. Um, there's a hole in the bucket, so <laughs> no. Uh, I, did have, <laughs> I did have a, a a few things I definitely want to do while I can, and I didn't really think about it as a bucket list, even though I knew the bucket list existed. Uh, and in fact, when it came to actually trying to come up with a bucket list, I've had it quite difficult to come up with things that. I really, really, really wanted to do that were must-dos and almost, almost like aspirational, but not, um, not sort of impossible. One of the things that I've, or one of the reasons that I found it difficult to go, what's on my bucket list? Because bucket list to me implies it's got to be something big, mm. and that it's something that you're probably only going to do once. Yeah. So. My question is like, what's the who makes the rules around bucket lists? Like, why does skydiving get a place on bucket lists as opposed to remembering where I put my keys? 
because that's on my that, that's on my bucket list, and I get to tick it off every day. Well, <laughs> well, most days, anyway. But um, yeah, so it could be. Why does it have to be something huge? Could I it be it, like solving the Rubik's cube that I've got sitting on my desk that I've had for the last four years because I said one day I'll solve this fucking Rubik's cube. That that sounds like to me. That sounds like a bucket list item from the point of view of uh, you've you've obviously you've you've bought it with the intention of solving it, and one day you plan to, but there's only a certain finite period of time that you've got to solve it before sort of dementia kicks in and you won't be able to solve it. So the question is how important is it to you? I've probably got about five kids in my class who could show you that simple formula. But Right. I saw a I thing just, the other day. Here's a fucking, like, who comes up with this as an idea? I bet this isn't on a bucket list. Somebody, a kid, juggling three Rubik's Cubes, solving them as he juggled. What the hell? I know. Well, I sort of think so. We do um, Lego robotics at school, and you can actually build a Lego um, robotics Robotic. uh, or a Lego robot that will solve Rubik's cube. You can... pri- when I was in primary school, uh, I made clay ashtrays, <laughs> <laughs> which is wrong on a number of levels. <laughs> That's for another episode of the uh, what were the go-to things that you did in primary school that probably aren't going to be appropriate now. Yeah, that's it. I can only imagine what kind of reaction I'd get from parents if I said, okay, kids, we're going to make some ashtrays. Because <laughs> that was the go-to, like, Mother's and Father's Day present for the stall. And... Well, back to bucket list anyway. Yes. I did notice that when I, uh, when I did some Googling, um, there was lots of visiting places. Seems to be very important for your bucket list to visit everywhere in the fucking world. That's that, that's pretty high on mine. In fact, I was struggling to find bucket list items that weren't visiting places. Really? In fact, in fact, looking at my bucket list, my short list here, they're all visiting something. Oh, right. So, well, I guess because mine's mine wasn't really visiting. I think possibly because it would require me to leave the house. <laughs> And will require effort. And as we know, if I was competing in the lazy Olympics, <laughs> I'd make sure I came in fourth so I didn't have to go up to the podium. But, nice. yeah, like, yes, like uh, the idea of, you know, visiting Stonehenge or the Great Wall of China or Hadrian's Wall, of, like all of that is, um, I kind of go, yeah, it's, I don't know whether I want to make the effort to do all that. One of them that I thought was a bit odd was, um, was visit Christ the Redeemer, which I thought isn't that technically after you're dead? <laughs> I think we're talking about Rio de Janeiro. Ah, right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yes, there's lots of places that I want to go. The other thing is, there seems to be lots of bucket lists with things that uh, here's all the things that you should have on your bucket list. If I had the money to do all of those things, I'd be doing probably a whole bunch of other stuff yeah. aside from that. But that, that, that'd be your bucket list, though. That, that, that Your bucket list is different to other people's. I'm sure if we compared our bucket lists, they would be quite different. Well, let's do that. Not okay, just let's do not, that. Right, not right now because we've got other things we need to do before we get to that oh, bit. We have other fish to fry. Yeah. Because my other question around bucket lists, 
was. So it got me thinking about bucket lists far more than probably they require or deserve. But like, when should you? You mentioned that they've got bucket lists for teenagers and kids and shit. Was like well, technically, when, sh- <laughs> when should you? When should you start one? And if we say, okay, well, we're you know because we're an over we're an over fifty show, so let's say you should start one at 50 to say for your 50th birthday, you go, all right, I'm making a fucking bucket list. Or as somebody said to me, you don't want a bucket list. You want a fuck it list. Um, (laughs) Fine. But then my other question is, let's say even now, if I go, all right, I'm putting my bucket list together. Am I allowed to have things that I can tick off retroactively? And the other thing is, this is my calcium-deprived bone to pick with the idea of bucket lists. Right. Is, why can't I just be happy with, like, if I've got a bucket list, does that mean then I'm going to spend all of my time thinking about what I need to do in the future instead of thinking about I'm enjoying what I'm doing now? And I think that's a fair question. I think if you're someone who is going to do that, you shouldn't have a bucket list. I believe that it is it's aspirational. It's not a not a rule thing. Well that's but I'm glad it's not a law. I have I have a list of things I want to do. There's one of them I can tell you. I won't tell you what it is, we'll get we'll get to that. But there's one of them which is within tantalizing grasp, but I can't do it because I, at that time I will be ticking off a different bucket list item. <laughs> and that bucket list item which is within tantalizing grasp will probably never come back again. So I'm actually missing the opportunity to do this one thing that I'll probably never get a chance to do again because I'm doing another bucket list item. There's a couple of things, and we'll go through them, but we, we're going to look at a particular website that has some bucket list items. And I've ticked off some of those things. Now, what I would say is not all of them were actually official, what, what I would put on my bucket list, but I have achieved them. But does that count as a bucket list, though? Look, I think so. My, my personal opinion on this is that if you have achieved something that would be on a bucket list if you hadn't achieved it, then I think you can count it. That's my personal opinion. Tell us about this list you found. Okay, this list I found. It's a list of 50, 50 items, which could be quite tedious if we go through all of them. Well, on that list of 50... How many have you done? Okay, I have achieved six of those 50. But of those six, only one of them would actually be on my official bucket list. So even though I've achieved uh, five other things that will be on the bucket list of other people, uh, then they wouldn't be on my bucket list. I don't think they would be on my bucket list if I hadn't achieved them. I don't know whether I've done this properly then. Okay, what have you done? So on my list, I've got mop, paint. <laughs> um, so what, when I look at the list, see, I don't think some of these things, they're like you're scraping the bottom of the bucket list barrel. Like it, it kind of struck me that whoever put the list together maybe got to about 13 and went, oh, fuck, I've got another 37 to go and started just throwing in anything, so like watching TV. Uh, so, I, <laughs> so I actually, I had 22. Right. But it, 
it depends on like when you count it from. Um, how many on there would I have want to have done? I don't know, maybe fourteen. But so I so like so it says save a life, and then okay. the description is give blood. Oh, so well, I've, I've done that. Tick. I, I didn't even count that. What I, I put that I put that on my list of things. That like should that be on your bucket list for God's sake? Yeah, that's more of a to do list thing. Like yeah, join yeah. a gym. That's a to do list. Thing. I've done Take that up too. Sport. Done that to do list. Well, to, yeah. you, so you haven't done this properly at all. So you've got more than six, is what you're saying. Yeah, I suppose they're the right. things that 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 would, could possibly be on a bucket list. The other ones, other things that would, what the hell? Why was the, why is that on the list? Yeah, so like relocate, I've done. I've I've done too. Um, but again, it depends on how you define relocate. Like I've moved from England to Australia and to Sydney, and then from Sydney to Melbourne. I think you've achieved that. I think you could say that. Yeah, I, I've moved from Sydney to Newcastle and then back again. I think that's less likely to say that I've achieved that, but I think you can say. <laughs> well, achieving, when changed, moving, achieving when you've changed out countries, when you've changed countries, I think you can claim it. But then, even then, can I claim it because, like, I didn't have any choice in it because I was a kid. Yeah, so now I still I claim it. Um, it's something that I wouldn't mind doing. Like, I wouldn't mind living in other countries, but I don't think it would. I think it's really a bucket list thing. Uh, Barrier reef, tick. Do some charity work. Like, yeah, again, yeah, not I've really a bucket that. list thing. Join yeah. the gym uh, we talked about. Sleep under the stars. Yes. Yeah. Not really a bucket list thing, though. No. Um, be an extra in a movie or a TV show. Yes. When did you do that? Uh, I was on Romper Room. <laughs> <laughs> I can see CJ. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, I... Um, my sister at the time was working on the working on the show, and uh, and so she got me on. And uh, apparently, they the cameraman uh, molested you. <laughs> now you're thinking of Hey Dad. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to throw in an allegedly there, but I don't even need to because he's been convicted. Um, yeah. Yeah, apparently the cameraman, uh, because my sister works in the show, so the cameraman focused quite a bit on that. Anyway, so yes, I have well, been. I, uh, I probably uh, saw you on TV then. I would probably. have been. I would have been watching Romper Room at that oh, time. There you go. Uh, go skinny so, dipping. Yes. I um, haven't done that. Really? No, I've never done that. Oh. Nor have I felt the need. I don't think the world needs to see me naked. No, I think the idea is that, um, like, you don't do it at the local pool. <laughs> and technically if you really wanted to stretch it you could say i've had a bath so uh write a book yes tick done that tick. take a ride in a limousine yes done that uh go sailing done that see this hang on, climb a mountain depends on Fuck how you that. define a mountain yes um do a track day yes i've done that that was okay. fun. Uh, adopt a pet, yes. Give to charity. So, like, so like adopt a pet and give to charity, not really bucket list things. Yeah. Well, this like, is, yeah, okay. They're, they're things to have a cow. It's starting to get to really scrape in the bottom of the boat. Start a new hobby. Well, I've done that, like, what but that, I don't count it. What does that even mean? Macramo. But, like, every... You start a new hobby every 15 minutes. 
Well, that's you. Well, maybe not every 15 minutes, but it's <laughs> like it's like it's such a vague thing. It may as well be eat some food, read your horoscope. <laughs> yes. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. So yeah, starting a new hobby is not really a um not really a helpful one. I don't think for no. me. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the ones that I've done. Okay. So what on that list were the worst ideas that you you sort of identified? Have a family reunion. <laughs> yeah, that was on my list. Conquer your greatest fear, I guess, because I've got a fear of bucket lists. Um, <laughs> okay. You see, I have a I have a fear of plane crashes, so I don't want to conquer <laughs> that fear. Also, one of the other worst ideas was take flying lessons. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You can do you nail it both in, in one go, two for one. In fact, I could also do three for one because there's also take a skydive. <laughs> <laughs> my, my one for the one of the worst ideas was do a marathon. Like, what the hell? I kind of, I that's something that I wouldn't mind doing. I don't know if it's a bucket list thing, but it's it's something I. I wouldn't mind doing. I know some people would, would say that. I, I get that. I do understand that people have different ideas than me in that regard. But for, for me personally, that's like one of the lowest things on that thing. It, it, it ranks only slightly above Visit Lapland, the home of Father Christmas. But see, <laughs> I, I had for, for Visit Lapland. Um, I don't really want to, but the way that it described it, with it saying, uh, Home of Father Christmas, a visit to this magical landscape could be an unforgettable experience, especially if you take the grandkids with you. Because I thought, if you did that without their parents knowing, <laughs> like, they'll, it'd certainly be unforgettable and they'd never find you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that the intent behind it was kidnapping, but. <laughs> Guinness Book of Records was a bit like, that doesn't make any sense either. Well, yeah. I find that being that that to be almost impossible, to be honest. Unless if you, you can, create create one of your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not being in the Guinness Book of World Records isn't like um, you know, like Usain Bolt having the being the fastest person in the world. No. Like being able to balance a half boiled egg on your nose <laughs> while oh, somebody tickles your <laughs> testicles isn't. <laughs> That would be an achievement. <laughs> that could be on someone's bucket list. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so back to this list. What hey. was the thing on the list that was you had not ticked off? That was the top of that should that wasn't on your list. That should be. Uh, I actually found I found this one amusing, um, but then I thought it should probably be the uh, what's on your bucket list. Get your affairs in order. <laughs> which, which I took to you're be you're gonna die, boy. You're gonna yeah, die. Exactly. You're gonna die soon. So uh, uh, every bucket list may be a list of dreams, but don't leave your family in trouble once you're gone. Make a will, pay off debts, and get a personal alarm. Give your family <laughs> peace of mind. But that I think that personal alarm thing. When I looked into that, that looked to be like some kind of product placement. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the so. uh, I've fallen down. And I can't get up. Help me, help uh, me. I can't get up. <laughs> uh, also, like, pay off debts? No. Like, I'm f- the last of my issues. 
<laughs> they could deal with that shit. Exactly. I've got uh, I've got superannuation. Well, not that much, but um, I've got life insurance to deal with that shit. Uh, yeah. So getting so I, the making a will is something that has been on my list of my to do list for a very long time, and I just okay. So for me, the thing that was uh, shut up and take my money. Oh, okay, but sorry. Not- I'll, um, let me ask you that. So for you, what was the the thing? Did you have a shut up and take my money? Item. Okay, well, this is where I have a problem. Uh, because This is where? Well, there are many places. But basically, visit one of the modern wonders of the world. That is, that is big. I, I, in theory, that's big on my list already. Right. Um, but it's definitely not a, a, an achievement I've unlocked, I don't think. And it's an achievement that I want to unlock. And it's because it's... One of the one of the modern wonders of the world, which could be Great Wall of China, it could be Colosseum, it could be any number of places. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Well, I can't do that one. That's 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 yeah, closed to me forever. Mm. But nevertheless, that's big on my list. Now I'm not going to add it to my list. As far as I'm concerned, it's already there. Right. There is there is nothing on this list that I would add to my list. Nothing. Couldn't do with the personal I, alarm. No, no. Right, okay. Well, maybe later, but <laughs> definitely not, not in the bucket list. Right. So what's on your list that you've – what have you added to your list as a result of seeing this list and gone, oh, duh, I don't have that on my list, but I should put it on there? Uh, get, yeah, make a will, that's it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, my the worst idea that I found – you've already covered this, but the worst idea was getting the Guinness Book of Records. So like, what the hell? Mm. Who, who needs that shit? Well, lots of people, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, is that is that your, you know, <laughs> your legacy is to be remembered in the Guinness Book of Records for being the person who can fit the most uh, sort of Kit Kats in their mouth at the same time or something? Yeah. Is that is that something you want to be remembered for? That's Actually, that's the, uh, the friend of mine who um, he's in the Guinness Book of Records. And I say friend, I vaguely know honestly. that. um yeah that was the because you get a certificate um as well and but i thought to myself i remember thinking at the time yeah that'd be really cool to go i'm in the guinness book of world records and then but then i thought then people will say for what and you've got to say for masturbating (laughs) yeah or something bad (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was like oh, I've got the uh, I'm the the I hold the world record for uh, running around an oval, uh, balancing my testicles on my nose. Or <laughs> that would be an achievement. <laughs> As you get older, it becomes more and more of more and more of a possibility. Um, yeah, so that, that, yeah, so it would be. And I thought, what would be something that I'd be happy to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for? That when people ask what was what's it for, that I'd be comfortable to tell them without being embarrassed about it, and I couldn't think of anything. (laughs) That's where writing a book comes in handy. I don't think that can get you. Well, as in just write your own book of records and just fill it with your own stuff. Just in in having a bucket list item that you can actually talk to people about and feel like um, you have a legacy. Right. And now a word from our sponsors. Now, this might come as a surprise 
go on. So when I'm in a job interview and they ask for what's something that's uh, kind of a negative trait about you, I tend to say, hmm, I tend to get bored unless I'm constantly challenged, which is just a nicer way of saying I have a short attention span. Okay, and when do we get to the surprising part? Harsh. Uh, anyway, uh, so I've completed <laughs> and published my latest book. Another hilarious comedy in the same genre as Colin Calls the Help Desk. But this is where it comes, the surprising part comes in. Not so much. Uh, uh-huh. This one's called Connections Lost. And it's... About your internet? Well, I, currently, yes. But in this case, the book is A Romantic Suspense. Oh, I have questions. I have answers. Why did you write a romantic suspense novel? Next question. <laughs> is it a, a, a funny romantic suspense novel? Not on purpose, so huh. um, hopefully not. Uh, I don't know if you've read too many romantic suspense novels. I haven't read any romantic suspense novels or any romantic novels or many suspense novels. In uh, fact, I've my... never read a book at all. <laughs> <laughs> my question still stands, though. Why did you set out to write a romantic suspense novel? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't set out to write a romantic suspense novel. That's just how it came out. Ah. This explains a lot about the structure and consistency of your contribution to the podcast. I'm not sure of your point, but anyway, it's, uh, it's called Connection Lost. It's about a woman named Belinda who's stuck in a shitty marriage and a dead-end job. So it's autobiographical then? No. She's female. Anyway, <laughs> if, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, so Belinda meets this guy, James. He's exciting and charismatic. She asks herself... Do I need to remain married to a disconnected douchebag who she's 99% sure is having an affair and working for a boss who's an arrogant asshole? My question about the autobiographical also could stand. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what does she answer? Well, that kind of gives the story away. But uh, captivated by James's charisma and thirst for life, Belinda wonders if it's too late to rekindle her own lost passions. This is I'm reading this for the back of the book because... Um, okay. I realised that where I'd written in the script uh, for this bit, I'd just written, read the bit that's on the back of the book. <laughs> and I actually hadn't pasted it in there, so I'm just quickly reading it off the back of the book, uh, which is why it kind of doesn't flow really nicely. Anyway, as they're trying... <laughs> this is doing nothing to help the seriousness of this story. Uh, James turns out to be a bit of a whiz with computers. Uh, he's got a bit of a cyber... Oh, a whiz, a whiz, computer a whiz. whiz. A whiz. <laughs> yes. He's, a, he's the cheese whiz of computers. Excellent. Uh, so, he's, yes, he's got quite a, uh, a computer expertise, yes. as they say, or ex- expert whiz. Uh, and he, so he does a bit of online, online poking of Belinda's husband, not don't say it. Uh, and... Uh, and and discovers some shocking revelations. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. But, plot twist, behind his charming facade is James hiding a dangerous secret of his own. Well, I'm assuming so. Well, okay, yes, technically it'd be probably over in 15 pages, so let's assume he is. Hashtag spoiler alert, thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, what begins as a shared love of books Suddenly because they meet in a library because they've got a thing about romance books. But anyway, 
Uh, they, they read books and I don't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why that's why you wouldn't understand this story because it's <laughs> it's about people who read books. What began as a shared love of books suddenly ensnares Belinda in a tangled web of lies, corruption, and conspiracy. With the seats surrounding her, she's forced to question everything and everyone in her life. Sounds more suspense than romance. Yeah, it's kind of what I think too, but there's not really a um, suspense with a bit of romance thing genre. So, but anyway, it's my first one, so who can tell? Does, um, he, does he Roger up? <laughs> <laughs> you have to find that out. You'll have to buy the book. Okay. So anyway, it was kind of fun to write and it kind of ties in with my um, cybersecurity background stuff in real life. So, uh... And where would such an interesting book be available? Nice segue, thank you. Uh, It is, of course, available in the same place as all my other books uh, on the bookshelf in my lounge room, but if that's too difficult to do, uh, you can pick it up on the Amazon. It's available, as usual, in all the backs. Paperback, Kindleback, Hardback, which reminds me, I went to the library the other day and asked for that new book about turtles. Librarian said, Hardback? I said, yes, and Tiny Legs. God. Connection Lost by Elwood Scott. Available on Amazon now. It's not It's not intended to be funny. It's a, no, like, it's a proper book. It's a serious book. It's a proper book. It's not like the other ones. So if you if you liked Colin the Koala and Funny You Should Ask, this probably potentially isn't for you. <laughs> so, CJ, what are our main takeaways from this episode? Bucket of KFC. See what I did there? Takeaway and buckets, right? Yeah, not that kind of bucket. Uh, my takeaway from this is uh, I don't have to have a bucket list if I don't want one, but if I want one, I can. It's certainly not an immutable law of the universe. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's your takeaway? Okay, well, I think, there, yeah, it basically is very much a uh, what do you want to do with your life? And if it helps you to make a list of those things, fantastic. If you think it's the kind of thing that could be demotivating, because some people might find that demotivating. I know, um, like I've ticked off writing a book, and I don't really feel that fulfilled. I mean, I'm glad I did it, but I don't feel like, wow, I've ticked off a bucket list item. I am so blessed. I'm just going to die happy. And I think if you're the kind of person who's not going to really feel that achievement, then maybe it's not for you. Yeah, there's no rules. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> so we've uh, so thanks, listeners, for devoting uh, however long this episode runs for of your time to essentially learn. Ah, fuck it, you bucket list. You can do it on my or not, whatever. It's up to you. But it's personal preference, and I think it's worth exploring to find out whether it's it suits you. And. Uh, how do we go off ticking off these items? How do we do, how do, we do that? Do we, do we sit there and make a, a checklist and review it every month and check off things, or do we just be a bit more ad hoc than that? That's a really good question. I don't know, and it's something that we probably should have thought about and talked about during the episode. Let's talk about it now. I would tick them off after you've done them. That's all I really got. That depends. Do you have a physical list? No. You didn't ever make one up to all this episode. I didn't have a physical list for this episode. Yes, 
writing a book was on my list, but I didn't have it written down somewhere and didn't, I didn't go checking it off. Well, there's a, there's a whole bunch of psychology around goal setting and like it depends on whether you, we, whether you consider a bucket list a series of goals to achieve or a series of stuff that you might like to do. Because the if, if it's intended to be a series of things that you want to do before you die, then there's a whole bunch of psychological stuff that says you should write it down and you should review it and you should work out. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of stuff that maybe I'll stumble into one day. Otherwise, you get a performance review with God at the end. Well, you technically do anyway. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that would be the, yeah, maybe that's the uh, that's the key question that we should, maybe should have answered during the episode. Yeah, are they goals or dreams? Goals or dreams? I think I think it depends on the individual. I don't think I don't think there's a there's an answer purely because for some people they will be dreams, for some people they'll be goals. That's just how it is. Why can't I have travel to the moon on the if it's not a goal? My my argument is if they're dreams, they should be dreams. Though there's a chance of them being fulfilled in a realistic way, and I don't think traveling to the moon, unless you are mm. an astronaut right now, you have a chance of getting to the moon. But there's no yeah. rules. That's my that's my interpretation. There are no rules. You do what you like. Well, that's enough about bucket lists. Say goodnight, CJ. Good night, CJ. Where's that bucket? So, seeing we're in the uh, in the this exciting, innovative season two of yours, yeah. uh, we should probably do a new intro and a new end intro outro. Yeah, we should probably do one of those as well. So, um, what is it we say in the outro? Oh, I don't know. I never listened that far. <laughs> uh, there's something about uh, you should like, rate, review, and follow all episodes so you don't miss out on any of this exciting, brilliant content. Absolutely life-changing content, I agree. Or if you've got an interesting question or story, drop us a line at theoldfolkshome69 at gmail.com. And, of course, all our other social accounts are some weird combination of old folks home in 69, so... <laughs> hey, it seemed funny at the time, all right? I regret it now. Say goodnight, CJ. Goodbye, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> and that's the perfect thing. <laughs>